Welcome back to Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me. I'm your host, Julie Tamiko Manning. We continue the Nikkei Women series with Hanako Sato, who immigrated to Canada in 1921 to teach at the Vancouver Japanese Language School. Hanako Sato was born Hanako Awaka in 1901 in Wakayama Prefecture, Japan. Her family moved around Japan frequently when she was young and eventually settled in Tokyo. Hanako graduated from Aoyama Normal College, a teacher's training school, and immigrated to Canada in 1921 to teach at the Vancouver Japanese Language School. She married Tsutai Sato, the principal of the school. Tsutai had graduated from Aoyama Normal College just like Hanako, and he had immigrated to Canada four years before. The Vancouver Japanese Language School was originally meant to teach Japanese immigrants' children all school subjects in Japanese, just as if they were in a school in Japan. This was because a lot of Japanese immigrant families planned to move back to Japan after a few years. But by the time Hanako arrived, more families were choosing to stay in Canada permanently. Their children went to Canadian public schools, and the Japanese language school changed so that it only taught Japanese language. It had classes after the regular school day and on weekends. The school served an important role in the community, helping educate both children and adults, as well as promoting understanding between Japanese Canadians and their non Japanese neighbors. The Japanese language school building, which included a Japanese hall, was a center for community events such as plays and performances. Hanako and Tsutai established the Japanese Canadian Language Schools Federation to create connections with different Japanese language schools and help support Japanese language schools in remote areas. In 1941, after Canada declared war on Japan, the Canadian government shut down all the Japanese language schools in Vancouver. In 1942, Hanako and Tsutai were forced to leave Vancouver and go work on a farm in Lacombe, Alberta. Where they lived for 10 years. Their former students were scattered across Canada, mostly in internment camps in the interior of BC. And the school they had run for over 20 years was held in trust by the government, along with all other property in Vancouver that was owned by Japanese Canadians. In 1943, the government began to sell these properties without their owner's permission. Even though they lived in Alberta, Hanako and Tsutai traveled to internment camps in BC to visit their former students, who were happy to see them again. Many photographs commemorate their visit to Tashmi internment camp in 1944. They also traveled to Vancouver during that time to try to get the building of the Japanese Language School and Japanese Hall back from the government. They finally succeeded in getting the building back in 1952 and were able to reopen the school in its original location in Vancouver in 1953. The Vancouver Japanese Language School was the only building from the formerly bustling Powell Street area that was returned to its original owners after Japanese Canadian property had been confiscated. Hanako and Tsutai retired in 1966 after almost 50 years of teaching. They wrote several books together in Japanese about their experiences, including Building the Bridge Teaching Japanese Canadians for 50 Years. 
Hanako died in Vancouver in 1983, and Tsutae followed her less than three weeks later. They are buried together at Mountain View Cemetery in Vancouver. Who was your favorite teacher? Share your thoughts on social media and tag us. To learn more about the history of the Vancouver Japanese Language School, check out the Nikkei Stories website to watch a short video. There's also a book the school published about their history during their centennial celebrations in 2006. And the Nikkei National Museum collection holds many documents, including letters and other personal belongings, from Tsutai and Hanako Sato. Details are in the show notes. We will be back to share more stories of amazing Nikkei women next week. The Nikkei National Museum and Cultural Center respectfully acknowledges the building stands on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Kwikwetlem nations. This podcast is being recorded on the unceded indigenous land of Jojagi, or Montreal, which is historically known as a gathering place for many First Nations, including the Huron Wendat, Abenaki, Anishinaabe, and Ganyan Gahaga of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, who are recognized as the custodians of the lands and waters on which we gather today.